0: About to go down.
1: Burning your ears with another all killer and no filler episode of the best motorsports radio on the planet. It's the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. With your host, Jim Beaver.
2: Sliding trophy trucks, jumping razors, and
3: dropping the mic at events across the country.
1: Amy Hood.
3: What's up, guys? I'm a professional fun-haver, dirt bike rider, and monster truck driver.
1: With support from Polaris Razor, General Tire, Subaru, and Dirtfish. Hang on tight, strap in, and get ready to smoke some tires and lay some roost. Here's the man who carries a steering wheel in one hand and a mic in the other. Jim Beaver.
2: all right another day another down and dirty radio show powered by polaris razor jim beaver here along with amy Hood, and uh, right out of the gate joined by our good friend ashley kidd how is everything going yeah.
3: ladies hey it's going pretty good jim i took ashley out for a serious adventure into the moto world we're at fitzland yesterday uh, she got to watch a bunch of legends hit them ramps. So, you know, already out of the gate, she's having a wild time.
2: Uh, this is definitely going to be good stuff in this next segment. I can't wait to hear about that. I'm a little jealous. I've never been to Fitzland and I've heard, uh, heard it's a pretty epic place, but just looking from some of the videos you were posting, I was like, holy crap, guys, were slaying it. So, uh, looking forward yeah. to hearing about that in the next segment. Uh, Amy and I, we were out at Long Beach a week and a half ago, I think as most of you guys know, and, uh, I don't know, Amy. We knocked out so many interviews, but uh, we've got a Continental Tire takeover in hour number two of the show today. Uh, awesome. We've got uh, what do we got? Ringer, Vanderzande, Jordan, Taylor, Ryan, DL, Colin, Braun. We had a heck of a good time. Everything from jabbing Amy with an EpiPen because she was going to take tequila mm-hmm. shots to uh, talking about Grinder and Tinder and, and Tinder.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was quite line up. I'm so stoked that we kind of you know, threw them all into one interview, because this, yeah. this was the best of the best, and we had a lot of fun with those guys.
2: Yeah, we had a ton of fun. I think you guys are going to have a heck of an hour number two, uh, those of you tuning in. We've got some big global rallycross news to talk about as well, uh, so I don't know. It's a slam-packed show today on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. If you have any fan questions, hit me up. It's at Beaver 15 on social media. Amy is at AmyHood71, and uh, with that, we are going to take a short break break we'll be back in three minutes with ashley kidd and amy hood here on the line on the down and dirty radio show powered by polaris razor Discount.
5: Get the latest from Subaru Rally Team USA at Subaru.com slash rally.
1: Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network.
2: Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver, Amy Hood here, kicking things off, joined on the line by some royalty world champion wake surfer, Ashley Kidd, who's hanging out with Amy this week, and uh, I don't know, do you have any idea what you are in for, Ashley? I mean, you kind of live on the edge, but I got to tell you, Amy can take it to another level once in a while. I guess they are. I don't know if they're there or not, but... uh, all right. Well, we'll just keep rolling into things, but uh, got to uh, say later on in the show, we've got uh, we've got a lot coming at you today, actually. Um, we've got uh, Red Bull Global Rallycross. Cross. Uh, we're going to be talking a bunch of Red Bull GRC, some news breaking out of that organization we haven't touched on yet. I know we've had some people in uh, on Facebook chiming in already, uh, wondering, uh, you know, what in the world is uh, going on there. Obviously, uh, they have announced they are done for 2018, um, but we've got uh, a bunch of news going to be, you know, that's been breaking. Jalopnik carried a... Uh, A big article on that. Uh, Lawsuits going on, all kinds of stuff. So uh, we've got that coming at you. That's going to be probably our number two as well. Um, Yeah, you guys there? Mm -hmm. Hey, I was. Yeah,
3: sorry, man. You know, we've been like, we're chit chatting in the background. So whenever, you know, we're posting all of our stuff in social media, getting people to type in live because someone was running behind schedule this morning. (laughs) Jim. So obviously, you know, we want to throw all of our stuff on social media, but um, to bring you guys in the loop. Um, what Ashley had said was she had. Welcome no to idea
2: the show, Amy Hood.
6: <laughs> Welcome Hi. to the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm blaming <laughs>
3: this on you. You were late this morning, and so I'm trying to post everything on social
5: for you.
2: No, Hey, to um, the 900,000 people tuning in right now, I was on time at 9 a.m., the show kicked off at 9. I was at like. N- <laughs> Like, 8.56, I got Amy the graphic. But I was still on time. I made the start of the show. I was just I, – I was threading the needle. I'm but... sure I
3: got the graphic at 9 a.m., like, you know, when the show started. Anyway, anyways, <laughs> anyways um, I – I, we only got two segments to talk to, and we've, we're we're doing more today and tomorrow than two segments worth of talking can fit in. So, Jim, you're on the back burner. I'm telling All you right. what's going on. Roll with
2: it. Time. Roll with it, Amy. Here.
3: Okay, well, um, I mean, first things first. You know, what, what did
0: you expect when you showed up uh, yesterday in your rental car with your mom, girl? Yeah, I honestly had no idea what we were going to do. I had told Amy, I was like, yeah, we can go to the gym, go work out or something. And nope, instead it was just like... <laughs> I'm like, throw your, throw the boards <laughs> in
3: the back of the car. And I got uh, you know my moto gear and we headed out to Fitzland. And it was a pretty epic, you know, start of the day, um, to say the least, because... Um, man some royalty rolled in uh you know fmx gods obviously jeremy fitz was there um in his in his crew, fitz's army they're practicing for their shows but taka rolled up and then the legendary robbie madison and what a treat for ashley obviously yeah. because you know robbie and we we were driving, and she, we were actually driving, and she's like, "Hey, you know the guy who surfed on the water with the dirt bike, <laughs> and what do you know? He rolled in to Fitzland, and they got to me, take a photo and
0: chatted, so yeah, it was pretty insane, definitely didn't expect any of that at all. I thought we were just gonna have like a chill day <laughs> and hang out and yeah, it was amazing. It was a really cool experience, so here's a question
2: for you, Ashley, and Amy, and I've had this, and it's like rare, like you know. I I get to be around celebrities a lot. Amy obviously does too. I mean, you like in you know you in certain circles, you're a celebrity. You're like I don't know how many world championships you have, but you're like on that level. You talk was
3: all into her. Like, yeah,
2: I was gonna say what like, what gets you nervous so... though? Do you get like celebrity like like where you're like oh my gosh, look at that? Like, is there any time where you're I like
3: I was her hype woman? I was her <laughs> hype woman all day
0: yesterday. I'm like yeah, Amy, like, She's a four time world champion. Yeah. Right? <laughs> no big deal.
2: <laughs> Oh, too funny, man! <laughs>
0: oh, you know she was showing all these
3: guys her videos and everything, and we kind of we talked to a lot of people. And everybody wants to come on the boat with us today. Um, we're having a double duty day today. We're gonna head out here as soon as we're done the show. We're gonna head over to Paris Lake, and we're filming, um, you know, a collab video with Century and Boats, and you know, Moto meets Moto meets Surf, and uh, we're gonna go. Uh, surf for half the day and then we're going to head out for a ladies night at paris raceway and we're going to go ride for that in at nighttime so we're gonna we're gonna have a full day of adventuring jim
2: yeah what don't they have an event like that in socal called surfer cross but it's actually surfing in the ocean like one day and moto the other day you guys are like doing your own version of surfer cross
3: they do, and Robbie Madison usually always teams up with Tara Geiger, and they're both like slayers on the water. And Tara, she's um, from Puerto Rico. Bike, that girl so. can
2: freaking. She literally, if she yeah. didn't go the moto route, I think Tara could have been like world tour good on a surfboard. Like she's yeah. that good. Well, People they don't understand surf that.
3: Every year down here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, we, we should. I uh, know I'm gonna teach Ashley how to ride a dirt bike tonight. So you'll be all ready for a surfer cross. Yep, next
2: year. <laughs> <laughs> so th- I didn't realize. So you've never ridden a dirt bike, Ashley? I mean, I know you—you're you're no stranger to the dirt. I mean, shoot, your brother, right? He's won like a score championship and trophy truck. I mean, like you know, off road. Yeah, event. yeah, and
0: I've—I've I've driven his truck many times, but um, I actually haven't been on a dirt bike since I was like ten or eleven. So it'll be pretty interesting. Oh. But she has. It's okay. like I, I have. have. Like, you
3: don't know, really lose it that that much. It depends if you get on. You know how to clutch or whatnot. Stop. <laughs> it's okay. You're learning from the best. I do teach motocross schools. I've done this before, and none of my children have died. So,
0: you're good. So, we're good. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you guys keep telling yourselves that. No. This, I'm just glad you guys are documenting it all with video, because this is going to make for some epic good times. I'm kind of excited to see Amy surf. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I see all these pictures you're posting at the beach with your surfboards and stuff, hood, but... I don't know that I've ever actually seen you on the board in the water, behind a boat or in um, the ocean. So,
3: it's, I'm pretty sure I recorded a video yesterday. If you would love to scroll through my Instagram, that I surfed behind a little. Pardon. That would get beat
2: before we crappy. hit national.
3: <laughs> yeah, you uh, hoping behind a crappy little boat um, on a piece of plywood. So you know, if I could do it on a piece of plywood, and it was just like this. I got like slivers on my feet and I was had a few adult beverages and it was a wicked good time. And I was having a blast. I think I just got home from, uh, you know, tour life and in the heat, we went, I went surfing literally on a piece of plywood behind a boat and I did, I got up. Oh, and we were good then. It was awesome. So, and, uh, you know, I, I, um, obviously one, one of my old friends, um, had a boat company and is a big wake surfer. So Jim, I know how to get up with the rope, but I can't, like, I can't really like, Cruise a wave and do all the fancy twirls and flippies that just getting out Amy here. to
0: start. She's gonna be throwing airs by the end of the day. I
3: am. <laughs> I am. That's my goal.
2: That'll be rad. Well, and. Well, I got a bunch of questions. We got to save those for the next segment because it's like we're going to get Ashley on a tangent here, like talking stuff, and it's going to be like it's going to be all downhill and we're going to hit the break. So, um, yeah, so you guys uh, – so what's what's the week look like for you guys, though, this week? I mean, uh, how long are you there, Ashley? What what do you guys got lined up, Amy? Obviously, uh, you're hitting the boat today. You're doing moto tonight. Um, what's uh, what's going on the rest of the week? Um, well, Ashley flies out on
0: Wednesday, so
3: we're going to, um, you know, have a full day of experience like um uh, shenanigans and stravaganzas today where we're gonna be so tired that we're just gonna probably edit videos all morning Wednesday. <laughs> but um, you know, Wednesday we're gonna go to the beachy um Ashley is starting a bikini company, so um, she brought a beautiful little bathing suit for me. We're going to go do a photo shoot on the beach. You know, just get in a lot of things, and I'd really like to Wednesday kind of show her around my hood. And then, Jim, um, I don't even know if I've told you this, but I booked my one-way ticket to Cabo, and I'm going to be headed back down for the Nora 1000 to get in the finishing, um, just hang out at the finish line and be there for when all the drivers and riders cruise on to the finish so i'm excited
2: yeah that's what you're saying i think that'll be awesome to to be at the finish line there and you're actually driving up right from cabo back to san diego
6: i am that's that's an adventure in
2: itself
3: i know and i'm really excited to go to the finish because you get to see all the emotion like you know and i I, i've been to big long races and nationals and championships and people cross the finish line but i understand a five-day race you know how what the kind of type of emotion you're going to be seeing at the finish line. And I'm just really excited to be able to, you know, capture that, get some video and hopefully some good interviews uh, with some legendary people. So I'm excited.
2: Yeah, You're going to have to go hang out with my good friend, uh, Brittany Cardone, who uh, is with HCR racing. She's in uh, with her dad and it's in an old vintage Bronco. It's the raddest race vehicle, but it's like a brown, like a root beer, brownish orange, but uh, that
3: thing is, No, I have a photo of it on my Instagram. That's rad,
2: but uh, you'll have to go and have some wine with her down in Cabo or something like that. You guys get along great. You
3: know it.
2: All right, we're going to take a short break. we come back more with Amy and Ashley Kidd uh, here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor.
3: If you are age 85 or younger
7: Fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180.
1: Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517.
2: And we are back here on the Down Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor and, uh, I just got some news oh. I heard during the uh, during the break that uh, nice Subaru commercial there, but uh, I gotta say I got news from my friends at Subaru. They did renew with the Down and Dirty Radio Show and me. Oh, I'm very stoked on awesome. that.
3: Yes. But
2: they are sending me a new 2019 Subaru Ascent SUV. They haven't even hit market yet. It's a full size SUV from Subaru. This thing is insanely rad, and I'm going to get one of the first ones in North America, from what I understand. And I am very, very happy about that. So uh, I'm going to put some (laughs) wheels and tires on there, and we're going to get that thing all, uh, I don't know, it could be like a surf wagon or something. I've got off-road trucks, right? We need something something to carry some boards and bikes or something. I don't know. That's what I'm feeling. But uh, anyways, talking about boards. Uh, here's some questions for you, Ashley, because, uh, this is like, I don't know, we gotta, we gotta switch gears and talk some kind of wake surfing, right? We gotta make this at yeah. least like something about you instead of me and Amy, just going on about crazy shenanigans. Um, <laughs> yeah. we go on our tangents and we bring all, all of over. our
3: crazy friends along, on, yeah. along with us. <laughs> yeah,
2: Exactly. So no, here's a question because uh, you and I, I I've interviewed uh, you. I don't know how many times at this point, you know, and I've, I've watched you compete here in Parker when you guys have that big event here, but yeah. Here's a question for you, and it, I feel bad because, like, I know how to surf. Surf. Um, I wake skate a lot. I actually quit wakeboarding because of my knees, but I, I took up wake skating, and it's actually. Have been, you
0: never tried wake surfing?
2: I've never tried wake surfing, but I can wake skate. What? I can. I can do shoveits. I can do. You know what? I'm I'm competent. Let's say I'm not good at wake skating, but I'm competent, right? But. Like, how does that transition over to wake surfing? I mean, would I be able to
0: pick it up pretty easy? Oh, yeah. I think you'd be able to get up and drop the rope and pick it up pretty fast. If you can do, like, if you can wake skate and wakeboard and all of that, you can definitely pick up wake surfing quickly. Definitely, You need to come to Texas and try it out. Yeah. No, no, no. We got to head to Arizona because Jim lives in pretty much paradise.
3: Well, and um, <laughs> Ashley's been hot here. Hot.
2: Ashley competes here every year.
3: I know. Well, I mean, if we head over to Jim's house, we can, you know, go to the desert. We can drive some trucks. We can do some razors. I'll bring up my dirt bike, and we'll just have a whole weekend of we could oh, do that. I guess we have a we have to plan a trip now. Yeah, we, well, could like a, we could do like a we could do a right, wake and razor mashup. <laughs> we could
2: do like a wake and razor mashup or something like that. Like yeah, like spend one day on the water, one day in on the razor. Well, I'm gonna
3: have my bike down here. Um, you know, within a month, um, I'm heading back home uh, for the month of May, and then I'm gonna be driving my life basically back to California. So, you know, I'm going to – we'll probably make a pit stop in Arizona, and I'm going to invite all my friends, and we're going to have a girl powwow with Jim Beaver.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't, it's pretty I, much
3: how I, it always is anyway. I was going to so.
2: say, like, I, I, I don't know that I signed up for this. <laughs> you,
0: you I, think, I think you did now yeah. that you uh, said you've never wake surf.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I've got no problem with that. I, I'm excited <laughs> to learn to wake surf, to be honest with you. I think it's probably – I'm going to end up – I see with the with the cable park here. I haven't owned a boat in quite a while. I've been spoiled, where I just ride the cable a lot. I mean, then I've got friends with boats. But the problem is with wake surfing, I'm gonna fall in love with it immediately, and then I'm gonna be buying a Centurion boat. So, and I don't know that I need that pattern yeah, right anything now. anything
0: wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> no, that sounds great. And
3: especially after a video we're gonna shoot, we're gonna show you how beautiful and capable and wonderful those boats are and everyone's gonna fall in love and buy a lot of century boats (laughs)
0: especially once they wake surf behind one it's insane you will fall in love
2: with it well you know what's funny though about boats just wake surfing in general i remember when this when wake surfing was in its infancy because i mean i was wakeboarding really heavily at that point in time like i thought i was going to be a competitive wakeboarder and uh that never happened but i got pretty good but people on the river first started Like wake surfing and they had like full on like long boards and things like that. Like, I mean, this was when it was in its infancy. And now like you've got, you know, obviously your guys' boards are super high tech, but you've got, you know, boats that are being designed with these massive wakes, you know, just specifically for wake surfing. Like to me, it's crazy that it's really shifted an entire industry. It's got that big
0: yeah really um wake surfing has grown so much from when i first started i think it's growing a lot because anybody can wake surf it's super easy on your body and it's easy to learn so anyone that's basically any age can learn how to do it and you know the it's a sport where you can enjoy it with the whole family so it's growing a lot now that, that's what's kind of cool motocrossers,
3: about the thing about us motocrossers is you know i started wakeboarding and everyone now, every moto kid who, like, you know, used to go out to the river, everybody has a cabin up in Canada, everyone's transitioned to wake surfing because our knees get blown out from riding dirt bikes our whole lives, and it's just too hard on the body. And so wake surfing is just that great alternative.
2: That's why I took up wake skating. Same thing. My knees in yeah. the wakeboard, just the way you twist and things like that, it was just putting Ooh, too much strain yeah. on my knees, and I had to – I just – I had to – I couldn't be clipped in anymore. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I think that's – it's a true statement, man. Uh, wake surfing is just crazy. And I think you made a key point there. It's, you know, it, it would be just like razors. Like everybody likes them because, you know, there's a gateway. You don't have to be good, but everybody can enjoy it. And then it, you can get as good as you yeah. want to get. And wake surfing is the same thing. Everybody can get up, you know, but if you want to be Ashley kid, good, you got to put in a, a ton of work, but it's like, there's a <laughs> gateway there, got right? A
0: water every day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this girl
3: sitting beside me with like the mo- the best tan I've ever seen, and she said she's this is her like <laughs>
0: this is me white right now. Like yeah. I'm not even T- tan yet. <laughs> i mean, the wrong
3: sport. I got a full on fire suit, so I ain't even getting tan anymore. But no,
0: so uh, I mean, you got a
3: you got a big uh, a- event coming up soon, don't you?
0: My first competition is at the end of June in Virginia, and then after that, my season starts up pretty pretty heavily mm-hmm. and i have a contest almost every weekend wow. and then i got worlds at the beginning of september in utah oh
3: wow jim let's go to utah let's see some yeah. live are you from the world
0: wake event
2: yeah no we could we could definitely do that we could go up there and do like a live show or something like that we'll we'll have to get together and get your schedule are you doing are they do they have the event in parker this year or no because i know that was at one point it was a pretty big one but i don't know if they're even having it this year
0: they did have the worlds in parker um before but now they switched it over to utah so they've been picking a new spot every year now mm-hmm. nice
2: well no seriously we'll get your schedule and amy and i will uh fly in and do like uh do like a live show of, you know it'd be fun we'll, we'll we'll make something happen
0: yeah yeah that'd yeah,
2: be, that would
3: be a lot of fun Can you guys do wakeboarding and wake surfing at the same time or is it two different kind
0: of so like the world championships, it's different. Okay. Yeah. What about two competition? separate ones. Competitions, a lot of them are separate. Some oh, okay. of them um, have wakeboarding and wake surfing together, mm-hmm. but that's the pro wakeboard tour. Okay. But there's no women's division oh, wow. in that. So, the,
2: yeah. Is it, is it got, you know, and I know at one point in time, like talking with you, and um, I mean, is it like, I know in any action sport, there's very few people making money at it, but it has like, I mean, you're a four-time world champion. Obviously when people go, Hey, I'm going to sponsor a wake surfer. Like you're probably at the top of the list. Like, I mean, has it got to the point with like tour earnings and things like that, where it's got, where you can actually make a living at this. I mean, you know, cause they know a lot of action sports athletes, you know, they've got side gigs doing whatever they can, you know what I mean? So they can continue right. to do their thing. I mean, has it got to the point where, you know, you're at least, you know, able to break even and make a living at this.
0: So with wake surfing, there's very few athletes that can make a living with this. But yes, I am one of the athletes that makes a living with this. Wake surfing is my full-time job. Um, between competitions, teaching lessons, and I started my own board company and bikini company. So um, I've got quite a bit of things going on. But yeah, I wake surf full-time and I love it.
2: Thanks. Uh, so I need welcome
3: to, to the big leagues.
0: So I feel this like
2: kind of I. am I'm decorating this office in here, or this studio. And I know like I'm getting um, a Anita Strauss guitar who uh, she's a monster energy athlete, but she's a guitarist for, Al- elite guitarist for Alice Cooper. She's on the podcast, but I feel like I need to order an Ashley kid pro model wake surf board and have you sign it and have that like hanging on one of the walls. So I have like guitars and wake surf boards. Like I- I'm getting a studio design in my head. So I think I need to go online and order one of your yes. one of your signature model boards or something. You
0: need the signature pink one. Yeah. I love gotta, that one. I told to the the when she board. breaks it, I really want like, past to surfboard, so I can tell people like she got bit by a shark. I'm
3: like, <laughs> you know, shark in the lake. I'm shark in the lake. <laughs> a gator, a gator. How's that? Oh, and um... But yeah, so uh, we'll definitely add a piece, a couple pieces. Oh, hey Jim, I'll get half of the broken board, and you get the other half. That works and perfect
2: for funny. me. Seriously, that that'd be rad. I would. It, be there's. Funny. It's a better it's story like to have a broken one.
3: It's one of those friendship uh, necklaces, but it's a friendship Ashley kid <laughs> surfboard that <laughs> will come together <laughs> and have half to half pieces. Oh, I love it. It's <laughs> a <laughs>
0: good idea. Oh,
2: uh, no. That's rad. Uh, so, are you still? So, uh,
3: yeah, I'm, I'm pretty still because we're gonna. We're going to be uh, filming or uh, recording an episode for the Wild Ones um, tomorrow. But, you know, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. We got into some really deep conversations about, you know, girls and growing up. And we've got some, like, serious life lessons that we're going to, you know, be discussing and just be discussing, like, you know, females and in, in the industry and kind of the hard times and uh, the good times and how to get through the hard times and stuff But that uh, kind of coming from both perspectives, land or water, you know, it's... Uh, it wasn't easy for both of us, so I'm, I'm excited to record that episode tomorrow. It's going to be really cool.
2: Yeah, it's, I'm looking forward to the story. And you know what's going to be fun is I know, like, I've had Ashley on this show a couple times now, but her and I did a sit-down, and we did, like, I think it was about an hour long talking about your, her career and things like that. And so, like, I've been able to tell that story with Ashley, but Amy has such a different way of interviewing people than I do. I'm kind of excited to see her version uh, you know, and how she helps you tell this story. Like, I, I think like between the two of them, we're going to get two completely different takes on, on Ashley Kidd. So I'm really excited to hear Amy's, you know, the way she does this interview, um, you know, because my, my way is just completely different. So I think this is really going to be kind of fun, especially for listeners who listened to that one last year that you and I did, Ashley. Yeah, definitely.
0: I think, uh, gonna gonna be a lot of different perspectives. Yeah. From girl to girl, right. You know, yeah.
2: shooting
3: the, the poop and, uh, talking <laughs> like, you know, just between girls and, like, you get on a tangent and, like, even in the car yesterday, like, we were just <laughs> wide open talking about yes. boys and Everything guys and, like, out. oh, my God, that we, we both, like, you know, found this new friendship over dating losers for, you know, <laughs> ever and, like, like we just, both have that in common oh my <laughs> god like, you know going nowhere doing nothing with our lives losers, losers and I,
0: both of us so <laughs> yes. you
3: know we find this good bond but then we just get on this tangent and it, it makes for a great radio so i'm like okay hey, we got to redo this conversation yeah. you know on it but um no it was uh it was really cool and it's really cool to like you know meet again this is rad because jim um you know ashley and i met through social media we met through jim we met because we've been following each other and then she hits me up you want to go record a video through Instagram? And now we've, like, this new, like, best friendship, which is awesome. And, like, that's the power of social media and action sports these days is, you know, it brings our world so much closer. And, like, I just – I love it. It's awesome.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, we got to take a short break. You guys go and have some fun. And uh, we'll definitely out we soon. But uh, thanks for uh, taking the time, Amy and Ashley, and uh, talk soon.
3: Yeah, thank you.
2: And we'll be back after this on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Polaris Razor.
5: The Subaru WRX and WRX STI. A 268-horsepower turbocharged Subaru Boxer engine rockets the WRX around corners and down straightaways. A race-ready, 305-horsepower turbocharged Subaru Boxer engine keeps the WRX STI a rally legend. The Subaru WRX and WRX STI. It's not a sibling rivalry. It's a tag team. Get the latest from Subaru Rally Team USA at Subaru.com rally.
1: Life is all about sound. The sound of sports. The sound of the racetrack. And the sound of your vehicle. Don't drive around listening to this. Drive around listening to the sound of performance. Gibson Performance. Gibson Performance Exhaust is the company who can turn this into this. Remember that life is all about sound and Gibson Exhaust is the sound of performance. Check out your next catback exhaust system, headers, muffler, or UTV exhaust at gibsonperformance.com and get more power and more sound. You're listening to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. All killer and no filler.
2: Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Right now we're going to kick off our Continental Tire IMSA Takeover, uh, where Amy Hood and I were out at the Long Beach Grand Prix. Got to hang out with uh, a lot of the Continental uh, Continental Tire uh, prototype drivers. Had a ton of fun. We're going to kick it off with uh, one of my favorite interviews of the weekend, Ryan D.L. All right, out here at uh, Long Beach Grand Prix, we got uh, Ryan DL. Everybody keeps saying Ryan DL, and I got to have you pronounce your last name because DL's not working for me.
4: Uh, Dalziel is actually. Dalziel. Dalziel, That's that's not right. It just looks like that, but it's DL. It's actually a really fairly common uh, Scottish name where I'm from. Actually, my part of Scotland is a common name.
2: So literally, that's that's rad because I would have thought it was Dalziel. It's
4: just DL. I have a good DL story. I drove a few years ago for uh, for Dodge Viper and we were doing an auto show and they were introducing the, the six drivers there for the year. and had a Belgian guy and an American and a Dutch guy. And so they got to me and the girl didn't know how to pronounce my name. So she said, How do you pronounce your name? I said, It's just DL. And she going It's not Dalsy. I said, No, it's, it's just, just DL. It's easy. DL. So she introduces all the drivers and then all of a sudden, Ryan, just DL. Oh out. my
3: god! <laughs> yeah, and
4: my my teammate that year. One of the teammates was Tommy Kendall. You guys know him. Oh, I know. Tommy. And uh, Tommy, I, I thought Tommy was gonna wet himself on stage.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is too great. Now I understand, and I I, I got I'm gonna make you feel better. Everybody's been feeling making you feel bad all week. But uh, your birthday yesterday, right? You're 36. Kid. Well, I'm 37. So I, I I'm gonna tell you, I I got you clipped
3: already by a year. So you you're all right.
4: But there's there's nothing good after that, is there?
3: I mean. Oh. You're, well, you are closer, getting closer to 40 now. So you just have to lie about it, you know. You can play that role of that girl. She's throwing you the bus yeah. I I am I mean, I'm 29. I feel like I'm getting old because I'm closer to 30, which is almost 40, you know. But I just have a 21st birthday every year. Like I have a 21st birthday for 8 years now. I've only ever had a 21st birthday card. Like I refuse to accept the ones that are, you know, 22, 23, but I mean, you can just start lying about it.
4: To me it's just a number. And you're meant to say, you're only as old as the woman you feel, oh. right? However, my wife's older than me, so that doesn't work.
3: My, my line was, you're only as old as the boys you date, but now getting older, I don't want to really... That sounds really creepy to use that line. <sighs> but, yeah, I mean, now... Uh, but, hey, so we were talking on uh, off-air before this, but I always love to, you know, get, get that behind-the-scenes talking. Um, but, you know, 36 years, and you've never been to Monster Jam. You've never seen a Monster Jam event.
4: No, and I am obsessed with them and yeah. I feel like I need to drive one at some point. And Everything I live in I live in Orlando oh. and it's there every year. Mm-hmm. But we always race at Daytona at the same time. So I just I'm bummed. I'm gonna go though. I need to
3: Well that's where uh, Feld Entertainment who owns Monster Jam. We're located in Palmetto, Florida. So I'm surprised because the Orlando show is like an iconic. Everybody goes down there. I mean and uh, you know coming over to the US I mean, monster trucks is like you, a given you have to it's like america monster trucks yeah i think it's uh something you need to experience <laughs> this is America. A america. This is a I'm, I'm a canadian so i can say right. this See because you know, america, right? yeah i mean oh, you're uh, you scottish so um you dual you're dual oh, yeah. oh i was going to say you have a really you know fine accent so
4: I have been in the States, so I, I came over a race in 2002. Mm-hmm. I moved full time 2005 and six, and then I became a citizen. Yeah, your wife. And when wow. did I become a citizen? I think it was only like two years ago. Oh. Yeah, which really does nothing for me, right? I had a green card, so I'm just the same, except now I can go jury jury. But who wants to do that?
3: <laughs> well, the fact that now that you are a dual citizen, you have to go see a monster truck race because you have to have that all-American experience. <laughs> Done. Done.
2: oh it's too funny so we got to talk about long beach because we're having too much fun out here but uh long beach grand prix we're out here i know you said you guys got close to this one last year right i know it was it was a post on uh instagram you're like man we were close uh we got to do it this year but i mean what you know take us through last year and then uh rolling into this year i mean shoot we're three rounds in this year too so
4: yeah last year we i think we lost the lead with three laps to go with traffic um and it was kind of an unexpected race for us because we weren't that good in practice. And all of a sudden, it just came to us. And that's nice. That's usually the good ones to win. So we came second. Uh, and then this year has been miserable for my car. We retired early at Daytona. Uh, we we got crashed out the first turn of the 12 hours of Sebring. We, we call it the seven seconds of Sebring for my car. <laughs> um, we had a good practice so far today. So we'll see. I, I don't know if we have the best car here. It's, it's hard to tell. This place changes a lot. You know, we're the track sweepers first thing in the morning track changes a lot before qualifying and it's totally different again after indycar so you got a lot of different rubbers going down and and with the continentals we go out after different manufacturers and so for us it's you don't really know what you get every time we know we get in a normal race weekend where it's just continental tires and just imsa running but when you throw in multiple manufacturers and different brands and different lines and different everything got trucks jumping off things (laughs) um so we never know what to expect but based on years of doing this we we have an idea
2: well, and, and that being said, I know, you know, we were sitting and listening to the IndyCar press conference and they were talking about, you know, laying down rubber and things like that. I mean, you know, how, you know, that, that's, does it affect the grip? I mean, with the other rubbers and then you guys running over the top of it and, and things like that. I mean, how's that affect, you know, your driving style? I mean, do you have to take it easy the first couple, you know, in laps when you're going out for practice just to kind of get a feel for the track?
4: Yeah, I mean, the, the key thing for us is we run first. We're the first professional cars on track. We had a two-hour practice uh, track screen. Nobody's really run since last year. So even throughout that two hours, it's massively different by the time you get to the end. Um, so we don't take a huge amount of what we learn in first practice and carry over. Practice two is kind of the one where now IndyCar run and a bunch of different stuff, and we have a short practice before qualifying, and that's kind of – To make a break time, make sure you've made the right changes. Or in our case, we've changed nothing. We we felt like the way our car finished is going to be good once you go out after IndyCar practice. But the line changes a lot with IndyCar because the cars are lighter. They have more grip. They take generally a little bit of a narrower line than we would with a heavier car. But for us, you know, you've got two options. You drive your line and you're on no rubber and there's no grip. Or you drive on the sticky black rubber that they've laid down. So... We have to adjust a little bit of our line, but I think the guys that have done this race enough times kind of know what to expect.
2: Well, and you're a guy that uh, you've got that open-wheel experience. You race champ car. I mean, you know, so you kind of have a... Uh, I mean, you feel like that adds somebody to some of your knowledge base, you know, especially at a race like this where you guys are running the same track?
4: It uh, makes me sound old, yeah. I'm I, oh a retired IndyCar driver that ended up in sports cars. Cause I, my my IndyCar career was when I was, like, 24. So, um, no, it's i think I understand i always say this to you know we race multi-class racing in him so we have gts and we have prototypes and uh i feel like the best drivers in each uh category are the guys that have done both the guys that understand what the strengths and weaknesses are of each car as far as the car goes it's so different to what we do the cars are just a lot quicker in the corners they are lighter they have bigger tires more downforce um Although we do have a lot more horsepower than them, so I think that's cool because everybody wants horsepower.
2: Nothing beats horsepower. Well, Amy and I were talking about, you know, obviously you guys got continental backing, but um you guys also have to have one of the best sponsors in racing right i mean uh it's got to be fun being represented by Patron. i know uh amy and i were talking you've got to have some good drinks right hood
3: um well i'm actually deathly allergic to tequila so i wouldn't be <laughs> joining you on that party and not on the allergic side where i'll just be the first you know lying on the dance floor but uh, agave can't do it but um yeah i mean you must have the fun pits after the event on my right <laughs>
4: i feel like you need to try Patron just in case maybe it you're agave? not allergic it- does, but ours is really good stuff. Okay. It's maybe worth trying. If it's free, you would try it.
3: Well, as
4: long as I mean, you're... how sick do you get?
3: You have to be willing to shoot me in the leg with an EpiPen if I blow up like a blowfish. You think you can handle that? Yes. Okay. Challenge accepted, then. I feel
4: like we should put this on social media, and we'll do a test at the end of the weekend.
3: Honestly, I'm down for that. Like, right. you, just, I, you have to be able to hit me with that EpiPen because I will, throat will close up and I will die. But again, challenge accepted. That's... I do like an adventure. I'm, I like to walk on the wild side.
4: Uh, yeah, well, maybe we need to do some liability waivers before we yeah. go into this, and uh, maybe have some medics. <laughs> Patron by, isn't this. yes, Patron are not involved. <laughs> um, but as a sponsor, goes uh, amazing, right? I mean, it's kind of driver's dream come true. Yeah. It's one of the best teams in the paddock. Uh, I've been with them since 2014, and uh, as much as it's a, a cool product and a great product, the people who run Patron are the just absolute best people you ever meet. I mean, generous company you know, a company just sold for billions of dollars and it's privately owned by two guys that you would just never meet two more humble, super nice guys the guys you go have, you know, burgers with, you know, mm-hmm. they're not at all what you would expect. And so they've put everything in this team to give us what we need. And, uh, the drinking's pretty good. I definitely was, uh, I struggled the first year when I joined the team, you go at you every too just, many
3: oh, oh <laughs> shots of Patron, right?
4: <laughs> uh, every event we went to oh, it's, man. they're just holding trays of Patron on the rocks, uh, so I never really drank Patron before that, never drank tequila. Uh, by the end of the first year, I was a pro. I've been <laughs> at the factory a couple of times in Mexico, which is just phenomenal. You got to like, look up some of the videos Did online. You get to see the fields and all that? Did you get to see everything? Oh, that's I amazing. mean, Patron do everything from the growing process to the bottling to the cork. They own their own cork company. I mean, it's amazing. Everything will part of it. And then on the other side of it as a company, just to kind of say what we're saying, how good they are. Um, everybody in Mexico has free schooling, they have free education, they have daycares. Everybody gets picked up at their houses and taken to work. I mean, you go down this factory and it's like an amusement park. They have their own swimming pool. They give swimming lessons to the kids. Oh, my uh, Everybody has medical coverages. To work there is like a, a huge honor in, yeah. in the town of Tequila.
3: Well, talking about savvy business, uh, you know, you've started, you're the founder of racecarcoaches.com, which I think is really cool because most drivers are see um, – are you know given individual driving coaching but you've created this network of experienced drivers and offer they call it the Yelp of uh, driver coaches websites and uh, yeah, tell us a little bit more about that and why you chose to go that route instead of you know just offering your own personal services
4: so it came from that. I mean, my every driver, especially sports car drivers, a lot of our additional kind of supplementary income comes from coaching. Um, and so, a lot of the questions I used to ask, I did a fair amount of coaching, especially in slower years, but the past three, four years I've been doing too much racing, which is a great problem to have. That's Trust me, it's uh, doing multiple series gets kind of tiring, but I wouldn't change it. So, what happened was a lot of the clients I had wanted referrals. Mm. Now, then you come into different levels of drivers and income. We um, well, it, it basically came to people that would say to me, "Well, do you know anybody in Upstate New York?" Because I can't really afford to fly somebody from Florida. So the initial idea behind the site was actually just to find geographically where the coaches were, and then to also kind of we know some of the crap mm-hmm. that's out there because it's a it's a dangerous business to be a coach yeah. as much as a driver, and I think a lot of people. Uh, are taken advantage of in the track day world. And uh, I have a lot of friends who are, you know, businessmen and entrepreneurs who, you know, bought a 911 into went to the track and they're telling me who their great coaches, and, you know, then you soon find out that that's not really as great as they would think. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was just trying to put together good people initially that were location-based, but now it's kind of developed more into just a good place to find coaches. You know, a lot of the guys that have been contacted through the site, it's not for local jobs. It's for national jobs or international jobs. And, you know, it's it's gone a lot better than I thought it was going to go. I mean, I, I started it thinking, hey, why not? I get nothing else to do yeah. in the off season. That's uh, usually
3: how that starts. You know, you start with something small. And, you know, if it's a great idea, which this is, it's... Different, no one else is really offering that, so and then it blows up, and then you're having to take your summers off of racing to manage this amazing thing you have going on, which you'll never do.
4: (laughs) Maybe that's the retirement plan, but but uh, the the good thing I think about it is that nobody has a dollar number, Mm -hmm. it's it's all one on one. The, The whole point of the site is to connect uh coaches to clients, and then everything they do off of the site is up to them. So, the initial I don't make any money off the client, it's not there's not a service fee, it's not a commission the coaches advertise, and then what they discuss off the site and how how many days they want to do. It's totally up to them.
2: And we'll be back to wrap things up with Ryan DL after this on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor.
1: Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. On expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call TOCO at 800 222 2313. That's 800 222 2313. 800 222 2313. fee may apply, subject to eligibility, not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warren Tech Corporation or its affiliates, not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit TOCOwarranty.com for complete terms and conditions.
3: When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt.
2: Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Wrapping up this Continental Tire interview with Ryan DL right about now. So wrapping things up here, I mean, uh, you know, how, how do we get this monkey of uh, 2018 off your back and uh, get you guys on the podium here?
4: Long Beach has always been good to me. It was my anniversary this week. It was my birthday yesterday. Old one on this track. And I a seasoned vet. A seasoned, a seasoned, seasoned veteran. Vet, you know, in, old.
3: Seasoned,
4: no, one racing that's your like retirement age if you're seasoned. I remember No, that I remember coming in IMSA as I was a young kid, mm-hmm. and now I'm the veteran. I, I that's quite depressing.
3: Well, the thing about a veteran though, and I just referenced this with super cross because I am a two wheel, two wheeler for life, but um, you know, you find that these seasoned riders, if you will, or vets, they have a lot more experience, they're not going in your guns of glory. Um, you know, you have your cool calm collected now you know you've taken it all and you've been here before you've done this before so you can you kind of have a different mindset than a lot of these young guns
4: i would agree with that and i think a perfect example and it, it kind of humbles me a little bit is my teammate in the other car people the rani who's kind of the hottest property right now i think in prototypes um i think people's 24 25 and uh he told me this morning he's like you're not old my friend you're just experienced yeah. And I've been good with him because him and I, we work well together. And I remember kind of being the 24-year-old, and now I'm the 26-year-old. Uh, so I'm trying to rub some of my experience onto him and then also get some of my speed back by watching him.
3: Yeah, yeah I mean, that's great. You guys can really play off each other. But I do think – and I'm a veteran in my sport too. So when I'm out there racing, out, these younger girls are kicking my butt. But I can – you know, when I was younger dra- racing and driving, I was so caught up in the moment when it's your first time at a big event, a new place, you really, you know, get kind of blinded by the light sometimes. So now I can kind of come in with this mentality that I've been here before. I've done this. I got this this time around.
4: Yeah, I remember I got taken up in a fighter jet one time. I drove for a team in open wheel. that raced the, uh, race, the, the Reno Air races and they had all these uh, L39 uh, display jets and uh, I was 21 at the time. And the guy who was the captain or the pilot, it's a pilot, right? Mm-hmm. he he was about 90 years old. <laughs> and they had to help him up the stairs into the cockpit. And I thought it was a joke the whole time. I'm like, how is this guy going to take me up and do barrel rolls? And so then they start teaching all the breathing exercises about how to uh, stop passing out, right? You have to remember as a kid, you G-G. would get the yeah, blood in yeah, your head. Yeah. So that's how you have to do it. And cool. he's teaching all this stuff. And he's like, but don't worry, when we're up there, I'll talk you through it. Yeah sure enough we go up there and he's like okay we're gonna do a barrel roll whatever it was and he starts telling you what to do and i remember when he was knocking me out i could still hear his voice talking and when we landed i said to him, i was like man you can barely walk how did you manage to do that and talk me through and he's like mm-hmm. because years of doing it yeah. you learn how to do it and you you're less stressed and you have all these different things it's exactly what he said it's you know, I feel like every time I come a racetrack, it's another year of doing it. And we'll be back after this on
2: the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor.